All right, praise the Lord. But you know, today I've got a word for you. Amen. I believe it's a positive word. I believe it's a word of encouragement. I believe it's a word that will energize you to believe what God has already given us through his word for us to look at and to live by and also live it. Uh, I, you know, there's a, a lot of dependency on others, other people's lives. You know, and uh, don't get me wrong, I, I love to read about Daniel. I, I, I love to read about uh, David, I, you know, Elijah, Elisha. And uh, I, I, love, I love to read about Paul and all this. But there's nothing more practical than living the life ourselves in God's perfect will. You know, what is God doing in my life? You know what God did in the life of Paul. You, you read about it, what, what he did through, through uh, Peter, what he did through all these great men. And, and they're our example. They're our example. What they did. And that's marvelous. But the same power, it's in us. Say, it's in me. We've got to live this. It's in me. I believe that, co-pastor. That power is in me. I can overcome. I, I, I can overcome. I can live a blessed life. I believe you can live a blessed life. If you have a blessed life, say amen. amen. Come on, shout amen. 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 We, if we're happy, people say amen. You know, I remember when I was a kid, we used to sing that song. I don't know if anybody, we are happy people, yes we are. We are happy people, yes we are. We've been baptized in Jesus' name, spoken tongues when the Holy Ghost came. I'm almost rapping here. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. We are happy people, yes we are. And then our Sunday school teacher used to say, smile when you're singing it. Show your cavities. And those that didn't have teeth, show no teeth. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. But we're happy people. Amen. All right. I'm going to read a verse that we all know. We all know. Amen. It's found in Philippians 4.13. And we're all going to say it because we ought to know it by heart already. And it says, I can do How does it start? It's about me. It's about you. I can do all things. It's not that Christ can do all things. We know he can. But it's Paul saying, I can do all things. I want you to shout out at me and say, yes. Say it. Yes, I can. Say it one more time. Yes, I can. Shout it out. Yes, I can. One more time. Yes, I can. Do you believe what you're saying? Can we believe what we're saying? And let me tell you where the thought came. I, I know I've got you standing, but I'll be standing longer than you. Uh, let, let me tell you. We were flying to, to, to Switzerland. And that big old plane, and then the thought just came to me and said, God, you're marvelous. 
you gave someone the wits, the understanding, the knowledge to make this thing fly. Isn't that awesome? That thing was heavy. It said two people and four people and then two other people, about 400 people on that plane. Three people. Three, six. And if they were as big as I am, man, that was some pounds right there. Huh? And then all the cargo. Sister Brown took about six suitcases. Man. And that thing was flying for 11 hours. And not one time did I think it was going to go down till I landed. When I landed, I said, man, what if it would have come down? Thank God I was on the ground already. But here's the thing. God is marvelous that he gave you and I a mind to think. To understand, to do great and mighty things. And Paul says, this is what Paul says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Yes, I can. I can do it. Heavenly Father, thank you for your word. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for giving us this understanding. Thank you for your word that encourages us, energizes us, empowers us. It empowers us to do great things. Let us understand the power that's within us to do these things. In Jesus' name I pray, God. Amen. You may be seated. The whole foundation of all of this is the following. It's based on attitude. What is our attitude? Attitude. A settled way of thinking or feeling about someone or something. Typically, one that is reflected in a person's behavior. That is attitude. If you think I don't know, you've already limited yourself. If you say I can't, you already quit. If you say maybe, you already filled yourself with doubt. It's all in your attitude. Paul is telling us, I can. I can do all things. I can. It's in the attitude. It's in the personal tense. I, me, personally, I feel, I know, I understand that I can. 
It's in the attitude. It's in the attitude of, of how you see things. You can always quit. This morning I was frustrated. And I'm going to tell you why I was frustrated. Because I had worked and I had written things and I put them down in my computer. And this morning when I went to turn my computer on, everything just was gone. And I was frustrated. I tried everything. I came here and uh, I looked at Brother Brother Marco and he says, why don't you try control Z, see if it comes back. It wasn't A or Z and nothing came back. Amen. And I would would talk to Brother Josh and nothing helped. and, And I just came to a conclusion, I cannot quit now. The thought is in me to bring it forth of how it's going to be in Jesus' name. But it's in the attitude. Say, it's in the attitude. So my question today is, how is our attitude on the basis of living? Why do I say this? Because it is from childhood that we develop an attitude. It is in our subconscious that attitude is beginning or is or has begun to develop. They say the first three years are the most critical years of a human being of a human being's life. The first three years. Because that's when you develop. That's where, where you are formed. It all, start, it all starts in a home. Everyone say in a home. It starts with parents. Everyone say parents. It starts in the home. You let a kid throw tantrums. Not here, somewhere else. You let that kid throw a tantrum, he's going to throw a tantrum for the rest of his life. You've seen that or not? You're only young once, but you can be immature for a lifetime. So where did it all start? It starts at childhood. A kid's life and will is developed by the parents. I know I'm stepping on toes right now, but that's okay. Because the thing is this, that the consequence of life is seen afterwards. Now Paul is telling us this, and he wants us to understand this. And he's telling us in the previous verse, verse number 12, And this is what he says. I know how to be abased or humbled. And I know how to abound. I know how to have plenty. In everything, or better yet, everywhere and in everything, I have learned both to be full and to be hungry. I've learned. 
How, Paul? Because I was taught. I like the Spanish version because the Spanish version is more clear. And it says, I have been instructed. I have been taught. Life is a school. Everyone say, life is a school. It teaches us. It teaches us what we and how have to learn. Everyone say hallelujah. So Paul says, hey, I have learned. Everyone say, I have learned. Both to be full and to be hungry. I have learned these things. So someone had to teach Paul. And because of that teaching, he has developed now an attitude. And this is where I'm coming to. God wants us to have the right attitude within his kingdom. And that's because we have to learn how to grow, how to succeed. Because there are many things that come about because we form ourselves many limitations. And I want to bring this about to you today. It goes beyond what you can think or imagine of what God is willing to do for us if we just break forth and say, I can, I can, and no one is going to limit me. But we have to believe it. I say, we have to believe it. Say it with me. I have to believe it. Say it one more time. Say it one more time. So, it creates in you that attitude, hey, nothing is going to hold me back. Nothing is going to hold me back. I can do it in Jesus', in Jesus name. I can do it because I have the right attitude. If you have the wrong attitude, you're going to suffer for the rest of your life. Now, let me tell you something. A lot has to do with the people that you surround yourself with. Let me say it one more time. A lot has to do with the people that you surround yourself with. If you surround yourself with negative people, you're going to live a negative life. But it's up to you. Say, it's up to me. Because I can do all things. You see? So I'm not going to let no one baptize me with a negative attitude. I'm going to break forth and say, I can do all things. Through Christ, which strengthens me. Ah, oh, come here, Brother Marco. Brother Marco is a strong man. Yeah, he's a strong man. But now let me tell you something. I'm twice his weight. If I have a negative attitude, and he has a positive attitude, and I come and surround him, I become a weight to him. Huh? You're free right now. But if I come around him, listen to me, and I hang on him, and I hang on him, listen to me. I'll break him. I'm going to tell you why. Because it's easier to form a negative attitude than to fight it. So the best thing is 
to get rid of those people that form in you a negative attitude. I want to be next to people that can tell me, yes, we can. Huh? That's the reason that I tell young people when they're getting about to get married and so forth, you have to believe this. You have to find someone that's compatible to you. Someone that's going to help you. Someone that's going to lift you up. Because listen, come here, Brother James. Come here, Brother James. Come here, Sister Chitty. Come here. Man, I should have chose you in the Spanish service. Because as big as my brother is, and he thinks he's Superman, he can't do it by himself. I don't care how much, I'm knocking on your ego right now. I don't care how much you think he can do it. This woman is the help me to this man. And God knew that this man needed a help me. Because he couldn't do it alone. So as heavy as his arms are, Sister Araceli will help him to lift up these arms. And together they form one, one body. And they can both say, yes, we can. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So that's the reason that we need each other. Someone shout hallelujah. I said, someone shout hallelujah. Keep your hand right there, sister, because he, he, he's not that strong to keep it up that long. So the point is this. We need. We need. And that's what the Holy Ghost does to us. I can't do it on my own. That's the composite. I can do all things, but I can't do it on my own. I can do it only through Christ who strengthens me. Do you understand what I'm saying? When I'm weak, he's strong. When I can't, he can. But it's all in your attitude. Thank you. And we've got to understand these things. So how do we go forth? How do we conquer these things? Paul knew one secret. And that is for him not to have a concept about himself higher than he ought to have. Because every human being is limited. Only God is all-powerful. We all have limitations. We all have shortcomings. But thank God we don't depend on ourselves. Greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. Someone shout hallelujah. So now Paul is telling us, how do we come about or how do we conquer these, this thing? How do we overcome this? I'm going to tell you how. Let's go to Philippians chapter 3. And if we go to Philippians chapter 3, this is what Paul says. Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended. 3.13. Or that I know everything, or I have accomplished everything. He says this, but one thing I do. Say it with me. Forgetting. Say it with me. Forgetting. One more time. Ah, forgetting those things which are behind. And this is the problem. 
We try to live in our past. And our past will drag, drag us back. Our past drags up. You know, there's people that, man, they have awesome testimonies. Awesome testimonies. But they live in their testimony. My past will not let me see my future. No. There's people that stay in the past. I used to. When I was, I'm not there no more. We've got to go onward. And Paul says, I've got to forget those things which are behind. Thank God I don't have eyes behind my head. Do you understand what I'm saying? My eyes are in front of my face. The only way that I can look at the things that are behind, I have to turn back. And as I turn back, I lose momentum. I lose my balance. You don't see no one running a race backwards. You always see someone running forward. Why? Because Paul is saying, this, forgetting those things which are behind. And he says, reaching. Let me tell you something. We're limited. We're limited. We're limited. And God places things in front of us. And he says, when you count yourself as your limitations... You will never reach what I have for you. But you have to go beyond your limitations. You have to learn to reach beyond your limitations. This is as far as my arm goes. Ah, but if I can just force myself for more, if I can just extend myself a little more. And he says, reaching. Everyone say, reaching. Reaching towards those things which are ahead. So I have to force myself and go beyond my limitations. And I've got to stretch myself to be able to touch what God has for me. And if I learn to do that, I'm going to attain the greatness of God that God has placed before me. But I've got to learn. I've got to learn that it's within me. And we give up too easy. Now, let me tell you something. He says, this is the secret of everything. Reaching forward to those things which are ahead. 14. I press towards the goal. Everyone that has a goal, raise your hand. You have a goal. You have a goal. I feel like asking you what your goals are. But I'm not that nosy. You have goals. Some of you are still going to school because you have a goal. Huh? You have a goal. Some of you, your goal is to reach higher heights in the Lord. You want your family to be saved. You want your family to know the Lord. You want your, your wife to be saved. You want your husband to be saved. You, you, you want salvation. Uh, is there someone here with me? 
Some of you, you have a goal. You, you want a house. If you have that goal, say amen. You, you have a goal. Okay. This is what Paul says. I press towards the goal. Man, have you ever seen those weightlifters? The weightlifters? Huh? How they press. You know what press means? To go against. You see that? I've seen some of them. They make faces like. Huh? They put everything into it. I love to watch the Olympics because they put their spirit, soul, and body into it. And this is the thing. We take advantage of God. Wow, what are you saying, Brother Prado? Listen to me. We take advantage of God because we want God to be our goal for, our goal for. Go for this, go for that, go do this, do that, do that. And God say, no, 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 no. Paul's telling you, no, 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 no. I'm not going to do that for you. That's a come, I'm in you for you to do it. That's the reason that you can do it because I'm in you. And that's the reason that Paul learned this and Paul said, hey, I can do it. I'm, you know, we want to sit in the rocking chair and Holy Ghost do this. Holy Ghost do that. Holy Ghost do this. And Holy Ghost do that. And Holy Ghost do this. And the Holy Ghost said, man, when are you going to do something? I'm in you to give you the strength to do something great, powerful, and mighty. If you can just get a hold of my power, I'm in you already. And when we learn the secret, we're going to be able to say, I can. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. I get a trip on New Year's resolutions. I really do. January, December, December, the last week of December, everybody's planning. As soon as that New Year comes, watch out. Those pounds are going to be gone. New Year's coming. Oh, man. I'm going to do It's amazing. God help me. God's going to say, help yourself. I know. It's tough. But God is saying, if you truly believe my word... And you believe the power that's in you. There is nothing impossible if you can just say, yes, I can. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. And I was going through this. I'll tell you something. On the way back from Israel, I didn't even think of nothing no more. I just said, man, you're an awesome God. We got on the plane. Amen. And all of a sudden, the plane started jerking. And I said, man, you got it under control. I believe I am a witness of your power. I'm not going to let nothing discourage, discourage me from going onward. So he says, ah. Forgetting those things which are behind 
and reaching for and reaching forward to those things which are ahead. Now, this is the point. What do you see ahead? Me and Second had a talk the other day. And he says, man, he says, you got to take it easy, Dad, in the sense that, man, you want things done and you just do them. You just do them. And then he comes back and tries to correct me, you know. I'm talking about things in the house, you know. Man, you should have did this and this. But I'm the type that, man, if it's got to be done, it's got to be done. I'm not, waiting for, I'm not waiting for Christmas. I don't believe in Santa Claus. If it's got to be done, it's got to be done. Did you, did you hear what I said? If it's got to be done, it's got to be done. And I know what he means. We got to do things right. We got. But I want things done. And if I can do it, I'm gonna do it. You see what I'm saying? Because things got to be done. And in the spiritual sense, it's the same thing. You can't wait for Christmas. You can't wait for Christmas. The power is in you. You got to claim it, declare it in the name of Jesus Christ. I can, I can, I can, I can. Someone shout hallelujah. And Paul is saying, hey, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to the things which are ahead, I press towards the goal. There's a lot of people that live goalless. They don't have goals in their life. And I cannot live that way. You cannot live that way. We've got to set goals in our life. What is it that you want from me, God? I want that goal to be enlightened into me, God. Because I know that with you, all things are possible. And that's the reason what I want to inject into your life today is we have to have goals in our life, in the spiritual sense, in the material sense, in the physical sense. Ah, the doctor told me if you want to live more, you've got to take care of yourself. And I'm trying. God is my witness and my wife is my witness. I'm trying, I'm trying with the help of OT and with the help of second. They're my policemen. They watch what I eat. I'm trying. That's in the physical, but in the spiritual sense, I've got to set some goals because I want to see the miraculous happen. I want to see spiritual things happen. So what? I'm going to put all the negative thinking away. Hey, I don't care who comes my way. If they have negative thinking, I don't want them around my life. I want people that can say, I can. I can. We can do it. We can do it. We can do it. And we're going to do it in Jesus' name. If you believe it with me, say amen. amen. So now, what are the goals in your life? Have you given that some thought? What are the goals? And how do you see your goals? This is what Paul, or how Paul sees it. He sees it as a price. <sighs> As a price. The goal is something that's reachable, 
It's something that you can possess. It's something that you can obtain. And I gave you the illustration the other day. And I said, you know, for the longest, I would take OT with me to go play golf. And I would show him the form, how to stand, the little that I knew, that I picked up from people. I, I would try to show him. And every time I would come home, Sister Prado would say, did you let him win? Did you let him win? And I would say, I'm never going to let him win. You know why? Because his goal was to one day win me. And I used to see him. And I would hit. <sighs> he would see my ball fly. And like saying, man, one day I'm going to outdo this guy. And, and I don't want to tell you now because I, I don't even want to see the balls he hit. But this is what I'm trying to tell you. If there's no goals to obtain, you will never be victorious in your life. And Paul is telling us, this is the attitude you ought to have. I can. I can. I can. I can. I said in the Spanish service, Brother Avalos came to me one day he says, Pastor, there's this, there's this piece of equipment that I need for my company. I didn't need it. It was his need. I told him, if you believe, it's yours. And you're going to have it. I'm just going to, I'm just going to unite to your faith. Because we're too dependent on someone else to come in and try to do what I have to do. All I can do is just add my faith to your faith. That's all. But it's your need. Three weeks later, he says, Pastor, I got the piece of equipment that I needed. It wasn't me. It's that he said, I can he petitioned. He asked. Sister Juanita Villegas came to me. And she says, Pastor, I need, you, I need you to pray for me. Because I have cancer. They declared cancer in my body. And I said, do you believe? She says, I believe. I believe. And I said, if you can believe that cancer is gone in Jesus' name. It was weeks uh, afterwards uh, or months that she came back. And she says, the cancer is gone. You know why? It's not the faith of the pastor. It's not the faith of the evangelist. It's because someone says, I can. Because I can believe. And if you believe. All things are possible to him that believe. All things are possible. What is your goal in the life? What is your goal in your life? What is your goal? Stand to your feet. What are you seeing? What is it that you see? What is it that you see? I don't want to be redundant. I just add to the faith. 
whether it's for salvation or whether it's for a material thing. It starts with your attitude. If you're going to be negative about it, that's how you're going to live your life. But if you're going to be positive, if you're going to have the correct attitude, it's obtainable. It's yours. I've always said this. I thank God for my wife. Stay there, Mama. I thank God. She pushes me to believe for things. Just to, just to encourage you. There are things that I can't see, but she can see. And I just unite with her. There are things that I can't see for you, but you can see. And if you're seeing that which God has placed for you to have as a goal, it's yours. It's yours. Can you call out that goal that you have? Can you call it out? Can you say, this is my goal. This is my goal. This is my goal, Brother Paolo. And with God's help, I can. Yes, I can. And if you have a goal in your life, I want you to come to this altar. Whatever it is. Whatever it is. Whatever it is. Whatever it is. I'm going to overcome it. I'm going to be victorious. Let me tell you. I was walking in here. And Sister Maranya, as she was leaving, she stopped me with a big old smile. I said, she said, do you recall two weeks ago as I left, I sent you the note because my mother had a, a vessel that hemorrhaged in her head and the doctor said that's it expect the worst she says I sent that note asking for prayer that petition and I believe God and she said pastor last week she was here for Mother's Day. You know why she was here? Because she said, I believe I can. And God will only act on our faith, on your attitude. I can. What do you see for yourselves? What do you see for your future? What, you, what do you see yourself in the kingdom? What do you see? What can you see? 
Is it a goal for you? You can. I'm here to inject into you. You can. Yes, I can. Say it with me. Yes, I can. Say it one more time. I can overcome this. I can overcome this. I'm going to get rid of this baggage. I'm going to get rid of these bad things. I can. I can. I can. I can. I can. Every hand raised right now. Cry it out to him. This is my goal, Lord. Let him know how you feel. Let him know that you believe. Let him know that your attitude has changed. Let him know that you can trust him. He's going to do great things in you and through you. If you can just believe, if you and I can just believe. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. I'm going to possess it, Lord. I'm going to possess it. And even though it's beyond, Lord, the extension of my arm, I'm going to reach forward, Lord Jesus. I'm going to get a hold of it, Lord. Yes, I am. Because yes, I can. Yes, I can. I'm going to overcome this, Jesus. I'm going to overcome this, God. I'm going to overcome it. Yes, I am. I'm going to overcome this. I'm going to overcome this, Lord. I'm going to overcome it, Lord Jesus. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. I'm going to reach it, Lord. I'm going to have it. Yes, the salvation of my brother, my sister, my daddy, my mama, Lord Jesus, whether it's your wife, your husband. Yes, whether it's your degree, whether it's whatever it is that you're aiming for, it's there for you, it's there for you. Just say, I can, I can, Jesus. Yes, I can, Jesus. Yes, I can, Lord. It's mine in Jesus' name. Oh, yes, I can, Lord. It's mine, God. Yes, I can, Lord Jesus. Oh, come on, just lift up your voices. Lift up your voices. Lift up your voices. Lift up your voices and say, it's mine, God. I believe in you. Yes, I do. I believe in you. Yes, I do. You're the God of miracles. Ah, yes, Lord.
Jesus.